Welcome back. <laughs> I, I really appreciate you coming back and letting me tackle these two topics today on Sunday because I really didn't want to eat up any more of the day on Saturday and we were already, I w- I'd looked at the clock and I was just like, oh, we can't make this work. Let's talk about today real quick in the sky. The moon moves into Taurus at 7.45 p.m. tonight, Eastern Time. It has a one-hour brief void, of course, before it in Aries. So basically, we move into Taurian energy to start the week next week. That's it in the sky. Now, under the beams, let's talk about that because it's a concept that some of you might look in your chart at various places and think, you know, the energy of that planet is just not that strong. Now, that's where the Astrodyne report that is over on the funastrology.com website can help because that's a whole system geared around measuring and reporting planetary strength, which planets are stronger in your chart. So you're welcome to go check that out. It's a great report if you'd like to look at that resource. Now, there are other reasons why a planet might not seem like it's as efficient in your chart as the cookbook descriptions say. For example, you might have Venus conjunct Saturn or square Saturn. If you go searching around on that aspect, you will find that typically a lot of people report challenges in relationships when Venus is that close to Saturn. Well, there's another possibility. A third way is that the planet might be within 16 degrees of the sun. That's how the ancient astrologers looked at close proximity to the sun. Was they, they thought that when a planet was in that range, 16 degrees on either side, that it was considered under the beams. In other words, the sun washed it out. Now, this can get a little dicey because often you will have the faster-moving planets, Venus, Mercury, and sometimes Mars, will be close to the sun. For example, I'm looking at this morning's chart. All right, so in Taurus, we have the sun at 19 degrees. Uranus is right behind it at 11 degrees, so they're only 8 degrees apart. Venus is now in Gemini, as we talked about, at 0 degrees, so they're 11 degrees apart. So does that mean that people born today, for example, have a muted Uranus and a muted Venus in their charts? Or does that mean for today those energies are more muted? Well, I think it's something to be aware of. Obviously, if you're learning astrology, you should learn the concept of under the beams, or they call it under the rays. And it's something that you should discuss with a client if you're doing readings. And if you're looking at your own chart, it's something that you should at least be aware of and observe. My own moon in Libra is under the beams of a Scorpio sun. And I have always said, I don't have a moon. And I especially don't have a Libran moon. (laughs) So... I Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of there for me. So if you look at your own chart and you read the various cookie-cutter descriptions from online or from the Astro Reports at the website or from Judith Hall's Astrology Bible, and they just don't add up for a planet or two in your chart, you might take a look at how close it is to the sun. And after my own experience of 60-plus laps around, I don't think it changes. <laughs> if, you're, if you're muted under the beams, you stay muted under the beams. I haven't had it change in any kind of way, and uh, I would say that probably that would be a pattern. Now, Anita, right here from North Carolina, 
has a great question and has waited so patiently for me to get to it. Anita, you are up. Hey, Thomas Miller. Welcome to North Carolina. That's where I am. Anyway, my roommate is a carpenter and has been talking about the price of lumber for quite some time now. And it's been going up due to several reasons. In addition to the astrology, there's been a lot of climate issues with lumber in Canada. And I don't know many details, but that might be something to look into if you're building something in terms of the history of why lumber prices have gone up so much. I think all of the prices are going to be going up. It makes total sense, especially after what you told us. But I think lumber is a special case here, specifically because of what's happened with the pandemic, that lumber production slowed down pretty hardcore and then also climate change going on. Further away from the equator that you get, the more noticeable it becomes at times. Okay, Anita, great question. And yes, it's good to be in the neighborhood. (laughs) She mentioned in the recording what town she's from, and I don't know where it is. I still am learning the geography of from here to the grocery store. So uh, now what she's talking about relative to the climate is something that I saw firsthand when I was in Aspen for a couple of years. That is that the warming temperatures are not killing the pine beetle. If you've driven through the Rocky Mountains over the last five or seven years, you know that there are huge swashes of pine trees that are brown. They are dead, and they are being eaten by the pine beetle. And The reason is that it's not getting cold enough in the winter to freeze them out. Everybody in the western U.S. states who are aware of this situation or who are experiencing this situation know exactly what's going on. The domino effect of that is that those dead trees become basically tender wood for lightning strikes, which result in these massive forest fires that we've been having over the last several years. We always have forest fires. There's just more source wood now sitting on the sides of the mountains. So that's basically what's going on. Now, I don't have a great astrological explanation for that, but let's go to the part B of this which we do start to see some interesting things unfold. Lumber prices since last March have been going up and up and up. So as she's talking about, what we've had happen is this building boom because of the pandemic. A lot of people started renovating, building new. They did scrapers. Interest rates are crazy low. In fact, if you've been shopping for anything related to your home, you know that around certain areas – There are uh, shortages. Somebody the other day was telling me she was trying to buy a dishwasher. Particular store she went to in California, couldn't find one. I was looking for a chiminea for my patio here in North Carolina. I finally found one up in Blowing Rock, but it was hard to find, and there was only one. Now there are none. (laughs) I've got it. (laughs) Y'all can come on over. So here's when we start taking a look at this, first of all, we're going to back into it as to what planet is in control of this. So if we're starting to look at things from a financial astrology perspective, we want to look at what planet are we dealing with. Now, just a little exercise. What planet would you think rules wood or lumber? Think about it for a second. In fact, if you want, pause this and really give it some thought. Because I'm going to tell you in three, (laughs) two, Saturn. Saturn rules lumber. Okay, that gives us a clue. That's a good thing. 
Because then we go back and look again at that March 2020 time frame. And I thought this was interesting when I looked at it again in light of what we talked about yesterday. Saturn is was at 29 degrees Capricorn when this lumber explosion began. It followed the market. When the market sold off really hard in February into March last year, and then it bottomed and it just turned around and went straight up, that's when lumber started to skyrocket. That was when Saturn moved into Aquarius before it went retrograde and returned back to Capricorn. And I clearly remember last year we were talking about Saturn at 29 degrees and we were looking at what was going to happen, just like we talked about Friday and yesterday. And when Saturn hit 29 degrees Capricorn, COVID went through the roof because Saturn basically became Aquarian. So Saturn in Aquarius, except for the reprieve that we had last summer in the Northern Hemisphere, I guess you could say has kind of been the not the incubator, but the manifest or the blower out, the expansive of COVID. And now, of course, with all these stimulus plans and the central banks across the world printing money that can never be repaid, Bitcoin seeming to march to $100,000. I mean, it's just so many things are interesting right now. And you think about where is this all going to take us? Back in 2008, I lived nearby a guy who was from Rhodesia, Zimbabwe. He told me that he saw his entire life savings disappear in 72 hours when the currency was devalued and prices hyperinflated. A man in his mid to late 40s saw his life savings wiped out, gone, and now you can buy the Rhodesian dollar on eBay. Now, could we be headed towards something similar? And really, it wouldn't just be the U.S. The U.S. might be involved and it might be a domino, but it, yeah, I mean, could we? We are printing so much money and any economic 101 principle would say that you cannot do that without triggering, ultimately, inflation down the line. But it seems like we've been getting away with it for decades, so How all of that screws together when you have a Federal Reserve and you have a dominant world currency that so many other things are tied to. You remember during the last financial crisis 12, 13 years ago, the term too big to fail became part of our vernacular. Well, certainly if this domino toppled like that, it would be worldwide and there would be a big financial crisis. And I've been following certain financial astrologers who have taken a look at the big square that we've talked about oh so many times between Saturn in Aquarius and Uranus in Taurus, who are 100% absolutely certain that that's where we're headed. I will never look at a chart and I will never do a podcast where I say that anything in astrology is absolute. Why? Dodging a particular prediction, Thomas? (laughs) Afraid to put your stake in the sand? No. I understand two other things about astrology. Number one, human consciousness supersedes every time. That's on a micro level, as in in our lives, and it's in a macro level, as in if enough people started to wake up to this message and started to live in that level of consciousness, then we could reverse a lot of things that are happening right now. 
and we could do it without any war, no bullets, no fighting, no riots. And it would reverse so fast it would make your head spin. We're not there yet, but I'm hoping that we are moving in that direction. And that's why I'm up here every morning doing this podcast, because as you listen and you live it out and you tell your friends and you pass this thing along, and as more people hear, then this is one way that that message can be extended. So thank you for doing that. In addition to human consciousness having, if you will, a superseding effect, astrology is completely built on the law of polarity. And the law of polarity says that for every action, there is an equal and opposite Equal and opposite. (laughs) I was going to say reaction, but let's just keep it at for every cold, there is a hot. For every up, there is a down. For every black, there is a white. And it's built on the system of polarity. Now, yes, granted, let's take the temperature as an example. It might be a little warmer than cold, but there wouldn't be hot without cold, right? So, yes, we could skew toward one side of the coin or the other, but we can't say that something is absolutely going to happen because our collective consciousness could change the outcome. And astrology might be unraveling both sides of the coin or both sides of the chart or both sides of the plan. So I'm very careful to try to outline both sides of the coin and then try to discern to which side we might be more tilted at any given time. For example, this same alignment between Uranus and Saturn, the square, was present in early 1930 at the beginning of the Great Depression. That time period tilted definitely to the shadow side. Since then, there have been a number of Saturn-Uranus squares, and they have not been so shadowed. Maybe they resulted in a recession. Maybe they resulted in nothing. Or you could have like last week, and the market just keeps going up and up and up to new highs. But could it be before we clear these transits, which really stay with us fundamentally all the way through next year, 2022, could we have an economic storm? The answer is yes, it is possible. Could we have a climate storm? As in, some that I'm following are a likening this solar cycle that we're uh, in right now, basically, Solar Cycle 25. You can look it up. I've mentioned it before. It's all over the web, all over NASA. Go to the government data page. It's right there. Some believe that that could have a major cooling effect on the planet, and some have taken it out to up to decades long. Am I predicting that? No. I'm simply observing Could it be possible in light of these configurations? It is possible. Now the interesting question is, are we leaning in that direction more? Or are we leaning in finally getting out of this COVID business, getting the economy back, getting jobs back, and somehow starting to resolve this deficit? Ask me that in June after we have seen Jupiter in Pisces for a little bit. Because just like last year when Saturn sat at 29 degrees, and started to crank up these lumber prices, and started to crank up COVID. Let's see what Jupiter does as it is at 29 degrees and moves into its own sign of Pisces, and let's see what it shows us. So we have our radar up, we're observing, we're watching, and we take steps toward both possibilities. I've said I think this is a time to try to develop multiple streams of income. 
If you have the ability, try to not have all your eggs just in one basket. Then you have to take a look at other possible scenarios, even all the way down to what's been happening all over the world as people have been leaving larger metropolitan areas. Is that a wise thing to do, or should we be moving back to the metropolitan areas because we're getting ready to have an economic explosion that will be focused and centered there? In other words, are we out of the woods that people moved to the woods because of what was going on last year? Again, observing. Now, with these low interest rates, which probably will start to go back up, with the market at all-time highs, hopefully COVID reducing, again, we'll see with Jupiter in Pisces, and as Anita was saying, a problem that cannot be fixed in any kind of way, the pine beetle destroying these trees. Are we in for more? Are we in for hyperinflation? Does it mean that building and remodeling might not even become economically feasible because of these prices? Could there be other shortages that we don't even forecast at this point? Could there be a market decline or even a crash? Could the whole thing change just as fast as it did last year when COVID came to town? I think the answer to this all hinges under the umbrella of Saturn and Pluto, who conjoined last year on January 12, 2020, in Capricorn. As we trace that back, that alignment goes all the way back. I like to go back to the 1284 time when it occurred, the year 1284, which was a bridge between the Dark Ages and the Italian Renaissance, but during the 1300s was a really difficult transition. It included climate change from a solar cycle, a war, a depression, and a pandemic. The pandemic, the bubonic plague. And out of all of that was born the Italian Renaissance. We are under that same configuration, very similar to how it was in the year 1284. And the alignment happened last January. So I think to look at this from conscious eyes, through conscious eyes, that we need to be aware that we are under a planetary alignment that has had significant impacts on human history every time it has been in the sky. These are 250-year cycles, but change may very well be afoot. And I think those of us who are seeing this need to remain light-footed and open to all of the possibilities. And we need to keep our consciousness high. And that's why I'm doing everything I can possibly do myself personally to ground, to center. It's why I gave up alcohol. It's why I do yoga. It's why I moved to the hills so that I can be in this environment where I can hike and raise that consciousness level on a regular basis. All of that is part of the package. Now, that's just me. We all have to do what we can and want to do. But that's how I've begun to look at it. And yes, the possibilities of this continuing are certainly baked into this whole scenario. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll start a new week and we'll look at it all over again with fresh eyes. Have a great Sunday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.